Hello and welcome to another episode of Coffee and Crits. I'm your host Aaron Washington. I'm here with my co-host Nick. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, man. So uh, we're back on that campaign trail for everyone who's doing their games, <laughs> you know, on that train. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we've talked about a lot of stuff so far. We've gone through a lot of episodes. So uh, here's something that our players are probably really happy. Yeah. Um, something that we have to th- ponder over a lot, and a that's lot. that's loot. 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 Definitely loot. Loot. Like, sometimes you ponder loot more than the encounter. Because yep. loot. Yeah, yeah. You're Sometimes you're really fishing for it. Yeah. You gotta search every dead body. Because you're just you hoping loot. for some loot, man. You gotta know if there's anything amazing, like a ring or a staff that's entirely too big for the pocket that it's in. Or, 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 or yeah. I mean, but, but as players, like, we, we want to find those things so bad. And as a DM, it's like, you know, when do you facilitate the finding of or the availability items. of such things? Because you have to decide, like, how available is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it, it can be a tough thing um, to it, gauge. It, to gauge, especially um, it, it, if you don't really have a set amount of magic that you're trying to put in the world. Right. Which just starts with, well, we're going to say, like, we need to start with, well... You know, is your game a low-tiered fantasy game? Is it mid-tier or is it high fantasy? How prominent is magic in your world? And how first? easy is it to make magic items? Right. Like, you know, is it is it just made based on skill and technique? And then once you can do it, you can? Because then there will probably be more items. And, you know, of course, like more legendary stuff is going to be harder to find. But, they, you know, more mundane magical things will probably be more likely you yeah. know, if you describe that in this town it's lit with drift globes everywhere and people are using it as a normal lighting source, but there are no magic items to buy here, that's kind of backwards. Like, yeah, it's a little if, weird. Yeah, if, if, the, if the, your town has that kind of, or if your city flaunts that kind of magical ability, yeah. then it would, it would show that in, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, other 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 way around, like, you know, yeah. you can't have, like, a place that's, like, magic's forbidden and then expect to find, like, a holy Avenger. Yeah, no, you won't. Sitting on the shelf. Unless like, it's a corrupt, some corrupt official inside that's hiding them. And yeah, or something super crazy. Trade. Look at that. We got something going yeah, on right there. Yeah, like, but, <laughs> but anyway, as, as players, we want it, man. Like, I can admit yeah. that. Like, there are times I'm like, man, I really want some gear. Yeah, no, um, I, I feel that way sometimes, too. Depends on the game. Because um, sometimes, like, if I'm a monk or a rogue, I may not need more than an, a cloak of elven kind or something. So generally, yeah, something simple to... late, I'm like, no, after you, I'm going to wait until something that I can Right, 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 from. right. I mean, because, like, there's definitely different parties. You have some parties who are definitely, like, loot hungry. Oh, yeah. Like, they, you know, they what, fight over chess. What's this boots of spider climb? I want it. Yeah, but you won't even... Nope, I want it. I need it. Yeah. Okay, it's yours. <laughs> yeah, you, you got different kinds of, of groups, but I mean, as a DM, you got to think about like you know where what's the availability. Yeah, what's the pricing? Because you know sometimes because the book's pricing is really wonky. It's open because it's it's, it's just open. it's super scaled. Like it could be as cheap as this or expensive as this. Yeah, for it's plus like, one weapons, it can be between five five hundred. What is it? Yeah, five hundred and five thousand. Which is insane. Which is crazy. That's, that's not even a. That's not even a scale. 
Yeah, but I think what it does do, it gives you the ballpark, and then it kind of lets the That's DM decide on a price. Massive ballpark. Well, it's a big ballpark. Well, like <laughs> even 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 five hundred for a plus one, depending on what you're in, I think that's a lot. Like five hundred gold is a lot of gold. And also, well, that also goes into how much money are you giving your players? How much coin are they finding? Yeah, like are they finding like gold on every person they fight? Are they finding just silvers and coppers and have to scrounge it together to make a gold? Yeah. Like that genuinely determines a lot of things. Like yeah. if if they go through a dungeon and come out with maybe like a hundred gold total, like after clearing a dungeon, yeah. then you know, don't like price gouge the the items oh, yeah. for like a thousand dollars for this like plus one shield. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's a big thing to think about when you're starting to build your world. Um, yeah. Is, you definitely know, how much currency goes around. Um, what level, like you said, what, what tier of magic is available. Um, and you also have to consider it when you, when it comes to building encounters as well. So items also play a huge factor, um, into encounters with monsters and other types of bad guys and stuff. Yeah. Some, some more than, more than others, but there, there are certain items that definitely make a huge, uh, difference. Like a Holy Avenger. Yeah. I mean, but that's like a high tier, high tier game, high tier item. Oh Yeah. Like, um, but if we're looking at like a flamberge or flame tongue, excuse moi, you know, it's not overly expensive, but it's not something I would give to like a level one to three character. Oh, God, no. God, you no. Know, um, like starting gear. And, and that's another big thing is what's the starting gear for your world? What do you allow? If it's a, uh, uh, if you want them to be a little more geared out in the beginning so you can throw harder stuff right away, you let them have. Certain things for mag- you know maybe certain magical items, like uh, something I like to do for starting gear when I'm at like level three to five, and we start. Uh, I like to just say here you start with a plus one something, and mm-hmm. then another and then another wondrous uh, minor item, uh, um, like the uncommon. Yeah, like, uncommon. You know, the uncommon wondrous because it's because it's a uh, common, uncommon, yeah, rare, very rare, uh, legendary. Yeah, something and then like within that, that yeah. it goes like. Uh, wondrous and like all the kind of different skills from there oh yeah but you know there, there are certain things because like uh because I, I understand like there's there's like dilemmas because like if you if you have a player and they're you know they're your rogue or whatever and they've dumped in the stealth that's all they do that's all they do well and they're like man i really need these um need this cloak of elven kind and I need these boots of elven kind. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, God, I don't want to give them advantage and then give me disadvantage on top of like the plus 15 they're getting. But, and I understand that, but it's what they do. But it's what they do. So, so like it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want them to do that better, but at the same time, like it's their niche. Yeah. So like, I, you know, you, you got to give a chance for your players to do yeah. the things they do well. It can also make for good RP points or um, quest points. You know, or, like you have a rogue that's good at what they do. Well, if they want a cloak of elven kind, they need to go find it or they need to go buy it. Or maybe there's a quest around it and it's a reward or, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, or you have but to search the old elven. Like, like, I feel like a lot of times when it comes to magic like items, like it's just like, well, I don't want them too strong. So I'm not going to give them things. And I don't like that. I think that that mentality is just because you're the DM. Yep. Then that means you can make your stuff stronger. I mean, you can balance it out like, but at the same time. uh, Okay. So 
like make your if your players right, and yeah. I've talked about this before, but if your players are like level six, level seven, and you've given them items that make them stronger. Yeah, I mean, it feels good, but, like, give them chances to be the boss that they are. Because at level 7, that means they are solid adventurers. They're not just, like, some ragtag group anymore. At level 7, they've they've done some stuff. They've been through some crap. Yeah. So give them the chance to be bad A just as much as you give them chances to be like, oh, my God, we need to go kind of thing. Yeah. And items items can enhance that. Like, you know, if... If they've gotten this item and they've been able to do all this great stuff with it and then all of a sudden they approach an enemy and they're like, well, I use the item. I'm like, yeah, you realize it's ineffective. Like, whoa, that, 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 you know what I'm saying? That helps yeah. with story. Like, it's not always a hindrance to give them things. I don't know, man. Like stingy, stingy DMs, man. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a time and a place to be stingy. For instance, in a low magic campaign you could be a little more stingy right right you know that's par for the course but be upfront about it though but yeah set the expectation at the beginning like god knows uh god i love bringing up mike because i love mike he he will set the expectation like hey this is low fantasy this is grim and gritty don't expect to get a holy avenger until like way later yeah it's, it's like it's a like quest, a legendary and it's a quest just to go get it yeah you know? like <clears throat> But the thing is, though, like in those kind of games, you can still help your party Absolutely. by like, oh, you know, like, oh, this is master crafted. So it gives you an attack, but not to damage or, oh, it's like keen, you know, bring back something like that. So it does this. It does that. There are ways to still make your party feel like they're making progression in what they have yeah. without, you know, dumping. You don't want to give them the item. And there's still there's a bunch of just really good uncommon stuff. That's yeah. really fun. And something I've noticed um, that I don't see used a lot, and it's in the DMG, um, is the idea of boons and charms. Um, I love charms because they lay it out in the book. It's a temporary magic item. It'll only work for either so many days or so yeah, many combats. Yeah. And those are fun that you can give out. You can give those out, and it's still a magic item. It still helps them out, but it's not permanent. So that it's good for those mid- to low-tier games where, hey... You need this charm. It's only going to work for like three days. Yeah, know, but one, here you know, go. But here you go. And yeah, you know, there's your little boost. So you get a charm. You buy a couple charms before you enter a dungeon. By the time you're done, you, they, the charms might have worn off. Yeah, and, um, and like it would and also it's easy to yeah, balance. like maybe there's a head witch or there's a druid who yeah. can make you things and give you protections with nature exactly or something right. like that. Yeah. Or there's a, a kooky wizard who's like half out of his mind. And he can't make you full items, but he can make something like that. There are definitely ways to give your players those cool things without destroying your game. Cause I feel like, I mean, there are items that are in the book that literally wreck face. And I understand. And I understand oh, like yeah. you don't want to put it up to a random table because then you can have some really wacky stuff like maybe you don't want your players to have a gatekeep, you know, you don't want them to be able to transverse planes at will. Yeah. I understand. Like that would be detrimental to your game or the deck of many things. It's notorious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted I've used the deck numerous times. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I tend to, I, I don't care. I like the deck. I like the deck a lot. I also use the deck as a trap. So yeah. Yeah. I know deck as a trap is always fun. I, I love that. Yeah, forcing so someone much. to draw a bad card that's been set is, is hilarious. Um, nothing like they disintegrate or anything. I usually, I've done the flame card. I've done the road card. Uh, a few others, but like, you know, 
I mean, well, it also depends on your players. Because, like, I felt like when I gave you guys the deck, I could trust you with (laughs) a wish. Like, I felt like I could trust you with the wish spell. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel like you guys were just going to... Like, you guys used it to help with the thing you were doing and not to just be ridiculous. Yeah. So that's a that's a thing, too. <laughs> that That's definitely a, yeah. a, a, a thing. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Are there any particular items that you think that are on the list that kind of, like, you, you don't like? Or is it... I haven't really found an item that I don't like. Or just, like... Um, uh, I mean, there's some that are just weird, and I don't really feel like when they would be used is very specific, but... Yeah, like, uh, the... the the glue, what is it? Um, the sovereign's glue. Sovereign's glue, and then you need um, the um, uh, the other item. Universal solvent. That's the one, man. I am. On, yeah. I am on it today, boy. Yeah. Um, but uh, I only know that because I used yeah. the trap. Yeah. Um, something that I like to do, and this goes into kind of setting up the expectations um, a little bit, but you don't have to reveal it. But a lot of times, magic gear is obtained through something that's trying to hurt you. So, for instance, there was a trap I had where there was a um, the, the head of a black dragon. And if you entered the room, it, it, it sprayed. And it actually sprayed enough to where it actually went to the hallway. But if you beat it, you have this cool dragon head that offers a couple of minus, a couple of boons and allows a dragon breath. Right, you right. Know, but you had to earn that. Um, the, at least when, I, when I'm running, I like it when... Um, a, the gear makes sense that you find on the creature. Yeah, definitely. You, know, you shouldn't find a Holy Avenger inside of a Basilisk unless it had just recently eaten. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> was able to do it. Right, right. But, you know, generally, um, the bad guy's going to have it before you. Yeah. I like being able to beat an, uh, an obstacle or an enemy or whatever, and you get to take from them what they were using or maybe like a base component of a trap. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want... Uh, a great, a keen great axe. Well, guess what? You're gonna fight somebody with a keen great axe. Uh-huh. And but it, I, I feel like, at least in my opinion, that it's rewarding to be able to take the item off yeah, the enemy. That definitely. You just had to. Fight. Okay, so uh, Nick, how do you treat magic shops? Then they magic go, they shops. go, they go to a big city, and you know they head into a shop. Head into a shop. One of my favorite things to do um, is a. I like to have a quirky shop owner. I like to give him personality, but. Uh, a thing I like to do is um, I set the expectation of a price, um, but I also like to mix it up a little bit. So if you're going to see a potions guy, um, they have potions that are available already, or you can pay extra to have them make a very specific potion. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to a, a, a magic blacksmith or whatever, um, you may want a flame tongue, but that's like 2,000 gold. Instead, he will give you a temporary rune on the weapon that does the same thing, but it only lasts for so long. You can right. activate it or, so or, many or, times. Or maybe a lesser enchantment. Like, it only yeah. does, like, a D6 fire instead it, of... Exactly. And there's yeah. nothing saying you can't do that. Like, I think we've done that before. We did weapons, but they only did, like, a D6 of different elements. We had a bunch of different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so that that's kind of how I like to approach the magic is I like to have things that you can work towards getting yeah, and then little, little um, morsels of, of, of stuff that you can take that'll help you, but it won't break the bank or break the, the encounter. Right. So, um, so what about wealth? Wealth. So how are you with wealth? Are you, are you a little bit more free with wealth? Uh, it depends on who I'm running for. Uh, when I was running for my coworkers at discount tire, 
Um, I was just throwing money at them um, because they were having fun buying stuff and whatever. Like one guy bought a rhino and had it trained and get it delivered to where they're at. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, they, I even gave them a stronghold that had money already, but they had to clear it out of orcs, beat a fight. And I'm like, look, here's some gems that were left over in the gym cutters guild. Well, how much is that worth? I gave them a number and I said, you can use this money to build this fortress, which is left to you. Right. And the idea of having a build key. troops, yeah, you know, make new tech. I mean, I was letting them do, you know, before we had to stop the game, I was letting them do all this stuff because I'm like, you know what? It'd be cool if they just built their own little stronghold. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, but, I um, but, I definitely. That's something I definitely want to do. But uh, as far as wealth is concerned, generally there's a good guideline in the book for like what's really fancy living and whatnot. But. Uh, you know, I try to base it on their level yeah, and their, yeah. their immediate need. Um, I'm, I'm pretty generous with gold. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm, I'm, unless like specifically, I'm running like a, a more grittier game. I'm usually pretty friendly with uh, how much wealth I give someone. Yeah, I don't think. Um, which of course is because like you know there are a lot of times where like. If it's about that time, I feel like they should have access to magic items. I yeah. give them that chance to like buy, buy things and yes. uh, use some of that gold. Um, but like usually, like that's what my players spend their gold on. Um, you know, like my character in Mike's game, though, like he had so much gold. And then I went to the planes and I had the gold plates that were worth more gold back in the material plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, what I'm gonna do with this? Uh, how much would it to start a keep being made? Oh, this much. And it was like a third of my gold. And I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do that. Let's let's, 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 let's start that up. Yeah. Cause I, I love the idea of a stronghold and not only is it, it, it makes them not only is it like a base from the return to, but it's also really cool. Like, cause if you have a keep and then you arm that keep and that keep is protected, like people will take notice. Oh, there's an armed keep. Yes. Whoa. Maybe like a little town starts and building they, around it because the masons who come to keep it fixed, the soldiers start bringing their wives. All of a sudden, this one keep is starting to come into a little town. You get a personal blacksmith for it, right? Personal mage that handles scrolls and potions, right? Then you know, cool then you. you I mean, if you got a blacksmith, then you probably have a leather worker. If you have a leather worker, yep. then you probably got an arsmith. Like it just kind of. And soon you're you're self sufficient, and you can now set up operations. To go out and help with, with, yeah. with problems. Like in uh in in my in the Pathfinder game, uh essentially like I took a bunch of my gold and was essentially like while the players were doing some other stuff, uh like rubbing elbows with nobles to get a patch of land. And then I got a place where it had like a like like a rundown keep and stuff. And then I yeah. paid gold to have it fixed. Because I just think the idea of, of using your gold for something like that is awesome. And it yes. becomes like a cool story thing that your DMs can use. Absolutely. So, you know, like it's cool if you give them a lot of gold and then give them things they can do with it. You know, it's just like I got all this gold and got nothing to do. Like let them, you know, oh, they could charter a ship or you could spend this money and buy your own. You know, stuff like that. Give them a chance to, to use that wealth, you know. It, you know, and then you got, you know, but like, yeah. it does leave open because like players that particularly want to um, power game and stuff, you know, 
maybe they use all the gold in their downtime to make scrolls of their strongest spells so they can just spam them. There, I mean, there's always that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So you have to think about the kind of group you're with. Like, how much can you trust them with? Like, Yeah, well, and that's the other thing um, is if you can do that, the bad guys can probably do that too. So there's nothing saying that the bad guys have a mage that makes their own scrolls. Right. But instead of giving it to the primary mage, he gives powerful spells yeah, to yeah. lower level guys and they're just all spamming. Yeah. So, so Nick, you um, know? so what's your favorite magical item to get? Like when you get it as a character, you're just like, yes. Uh, do you have one? I do when I'm playing um, Taliat or any other rogue. I love the Cloak of Elvenkind. But I also like the... Um, the, with the uh, the oath sworn bow, the oath bow, the oath bow, yeah, 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 yeah. That that item is so cool, and I like the idea of it. You know, where you can only attack the one person if you use any other. You can't use any other weapons, or you know, I I, I really like that because for whatever reason, recently I've loved playing rogues or assassin types. Yeah, um, and I'd say it's a toss between the cloak of elvenkind and uh, the oath bow. What about you? Uh, okay, uh, ring of spellstorm. That's a fantastic item. Like, ah, oh, God, dude. I just, like, and here's the thing. Like, I usually I usually don't even put attack spells in it. I usually put the utility spells that would burn up my slots before I fight. Yeah. You know? Like, ah, my detect magics, my see invisibility, all that kind of stuff gets put in the ring so I don't have to tax my own magic Yes. into it. Um, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I love the ring of spell storing. Um, also, uh... God, uh, I like the ring of mind shielding as well. Mind shielding's fantastic. Yep. Uh, only because there's a chance there's a personality in it. Yeah. And that's just kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, oh, who were you? Oh yeah, you know, whoever got caught that ring last, he's in there. How do you feel about intelligent items? Okay. Um, I like them. I like them a lot. Uh-huh. I think they're fun. Yes. They're super fun. Um. But they can be done well, and yeah. they can be done badly. Oh yeah, they can. Yeah, like yeah. there's a there's a good there's a good way to do intelligent weapons, and then there's a bad way to do intelligent weapons. And sometimes the bad way is fun though. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, sometimes it's fun for you. Sometimes it's not fun yeah, for your player. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, but those kind of items, I, I, especially if they're intelligent, I like. Uh, I love cursed items. Mm-hmm. I don't see enough cursed items. Right at all like the those, i became famous for it at, at the guild when we were doing the uh, yeah so many i loved it well like that, no one checked them either so i can't even be mad no, at you for it no, no one was looking no one even no fuck no one even freaking considered no no not they, not a person no they were like i think my favorite do you have do you have a favorite cursed item uh i think i think it's the armor because it's hilarious oh my god yes <laughs> only for the pure comedic value the, the demon armor right uh-huh oh yeah mm-hmm. I think that the item. I think. Oh God, I hated that. Well, I never. I never got caught with it. Yeah. But man, that stupid coin. Oh, you talking about my lucky coin? Yeah. Go ahead and talk about the lucky coin. Because God, like, I never had to deal with it. Yeah. But I mean, I had to deal with party members that had it. That had the. And coin. I was like, oh, I identify. Oh no. Yep. Keep that away. So the way. So it's a the lucky coin. Um is an item that um, you can only get rid of it if somebody willingly takes it from you. Um, and so the initial thing was this guy was selling this strange coin. Um, and he would either A, 
sell it to you, or B, sneak it into your change and then give it to you. Um, and what okay, so item, when you accepted your so coin you, back, when you accepted the money back. You were you, you were now taking. just took possession of the coin, and with with the coin is um, you flip it before combat, and in that combat, if it's heads, um, you get you get the effect of bless for the entire fight. Oh wow! But if it's tails, you get the effect of bane for the entire fight. So it was a real toss up. Um, and then you like do other things too, like when other decisions were, you have to like yep, flip the coin. You were flip. You're yep. You're compelled to flip the coin to make de- important decisions. You're always playing with the coin, but you don't notice that you're doing it. Somebody else has to point it out to you, and then at, when you realize, oh yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, you'll go right back to playing with it, or it'll be yeah, in your yeah. I remember that. Um, and. I thought it was a fun little little item. I made it up on the spot because I was like, "What would be it, a fun it, one that nobody would expect?" It oh, went it went through we it go. went through like four people before someone destroyed the thing. Yes, yes. It went through like four people, and I think it was me and Mike, and they were like, "Yeah, this coin." And Mike's like, "Okay, together we did some magic." I'm like, "So what do we? Nah, it, this coin is gone." <laughs> and we Oof. just like we just like destroyed it. You're like, "No, nah, that's that's insane." Nope, not yeah. at all. It was one of my favorite items that I'd made. Yeah, it was it was it was a pretty um, it was a pretty funny one. But um, okay. Just to let's, let's go back to intelligent weapons. We kind of yeah, 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 yeah. So like, <laughs> um, well, for in the book, there's the swords of answering or any weapon of answering. Yeah. And each weapon has an alignment and has like pretty much tenets. Um, but what do I do for intelligent weapons myself? Um, I give them a personality like any other. Like yeah. sometimes I'll roll on the list. Um, maybe they have quirks. And I know in old games they had what was called an ego score. Yes. And then how the stronger the ego of the weapon, like the more it could compel you. Yes. To do things. So, which is cool. It's like as long as the person you know knows the risk. Um, I usually if I make an intelligent weapon, and I've I've done weapons in one of my campaigns where they literally had to accept you in order to give you like their full abilities. Yeah. But they weren't hindrances either. Yeah. Like, they didn't cripple you in some way. Um, I mean, I get the idea from it, but it, maybe it's just me, but I'm, I, don't, I don't really 100% sell into the, 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 the crippling part. It's just me personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, taking... Mm, I mean, like, for story, taking away can, can lead to good story, and I, and I, I understand that. And yeah. when it does happen... Um, even to me as a player, like I'm, I'm usually willing to just see it through and see how things end. Yeah. But it's just I know that I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Me personally. Yeah, I think there's a certain items could have drawbacks, um, but I, I like to make it where the the good aspects of the item out um, overshadow the or the negative ba- or, or balance, like if or at least they balance. Yeah, balance. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. If, if the weapon. If the like, let's say you're a barbarian and the weapon takes away how many times you can rage a day, then maybe it gives your butt rage a buff. Yeah, you get a buff like damage on your rage. Um, like even though you've lost something very powerful, you've lost one of your daily rages. It's also giving you something equally as as good. Yeah, and uh, and and you want to, especially with intelligent weapons, you don't want to give it too many negatives because at that point, it's really just an intelligent cursed item. Or just and, a dick. Or just a dick. Um, yeah, remember, don't make the weapon a dick. Like, I mean, they can be snobby because they're this legendary I like it weapon. When they're sassy. 
Yeah, like yeah. I don't mind sassy, but don't be a dick to me. Yeah, because like, and be sparing when giving out intelligent items. I, I something like a flame, a flame tongue. Um, you know, it's strong enough on its own, um, but with with intelligent items, um, you don't want too many in the party because they're something that's intelligent is much more rare. Right. I would say even a Holy Avenger. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah, yeah. Because even know, Aven- Holy Avengers aren't intelligent weapons. No. And if you could make it intelligent, that would be interesting. But you don't want to just throw out intelligent items yeah. to like, the whole party. Uh, like, oh, I've got an intelligent ring. Well, I have an intelligent Well, animal. like, uh, It should feel special. A, uh, a Holy Avenger that was intelligent. So, like, the soul of an old paladin. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That'd be fun. Who compels you to act. Even when it's not beneficial, yes, you know that that kind of stuff. So, like that's that's something it's I strong, can, but through role play, it, 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 it's yeah. a hindrance, which is yeah. cool. Like, like what if what if essentially like you found a holy avenger, and this dude took like a vow of poverty. Yeah. So anytime you have coin in your pocket, you are compelled to give it out. Like you have to fight, you have to make a roll to keep your money. Yeah. Because he was like a charitable. He was so charitable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, only take things that are given to you as gifts. You don't take rewards for good acts. That would be a really good one. Yes. Like, when you're, like, so anytime you're taking a quest to go help someone for money, you can't take the reward. You can only take whatever they're willing to give you as a gift. Yes. Which means they can give you less. Oh, yeah. So that would be, that would be a really cool way to do that. Oh, yeah. But, I, like, you know. ah. And going into the more powerful items... Um, relics relics or legacy weapons yeah i love legacy weapons uh yeah. if you don't know what a legacy weapon is folks it's basically an item or weapon or armor that levels with you mm-hmm. as you get stronger and you do certain deeds yeah and you get to choose essentially like what happens to the weapon as it evolves um uh what we're using is the weapons of legacy book you can actually just google it and download it um, weapons of legacy. It was made in 3.5, but we're using it currently in a, in a five E game. And there's just so many cool options and you kind of get to build it. And it actually gets like another ability based on like what you've done with the item. Yes. And then like the cool idea is once you're done and everyone's built these legacy items, you could essentially use them in another campaign and their legacies are just sealed. Yeah. And then they can unlock them for someone else later down the road. Yeah. 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 Legacy weapons offer a lot of great role play world building, um, and just a whole lot of fun to use. Yeah. Uh, Um, Yeah, definitely. They're pretty freaking awesome. And they're not terrible in a low tier game or, um, a mid tier game because instead of getting a lot of magic items, right. You're, you're getting better with this item. Yeah. As you level up, which is, which is essentially what I did in the beginning. Like at yeah. five, you got the beginnings of a legacy item, and that kind of covered the boat of most of your yeah. magic item. Because after that, because after that, it was just like you get a little thing here, you get a little <laughs> thing there, but you have your legacy, so yeah. you know they couldn't complain. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you can't complain when you have a leveling item. Like yeah. No, yeah, uh, yeah, not at all. But I mean, I've never been really stingy with my magical gear. I don't think in any game have I been stingy. No. I, I just, no, I just don't because like, if, if I feel like you guys are really strong with your items, then I'll just make something that's, that's, a, that's enough to make it a good fight still. Yeah. I'll buff whatever I need to buff. I just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. 
Yeah, and now if you're new to DMing and it's harder to do that on the fly, definitely, you know, yeah. uh, take your time. Yeah, do what's best for you. And um, I would say practice first balancing encounters with with like lower tier magic items. Right. See what works, and then if you're comfortable, throw yeah. out the big stuff. Because like a, like a, like a plus one sword or like is not going to make a big difference right at the beginning. You know, a plus one sword or a plus one dagger, you're not going to feel any difference. But if your paladin is rocking a plus one full plate with a plus one shield, you're going to notice. Oh yeah. You're going to notice because that means now they're, they're rocking like an AC of like 22, 23, wait, full plates, 18, 22. They're going to be rocking an AC of 22. And that's something at low levels you will feel, you will notice. Yeah. So you have to kind of think about that kind of thing. When it comes to those like armors and things like that, yeah, because you got to think uh, even just a plus one weapon, you know, a lot of things um, CR three and up um, have resistance unless you hit them with a magic magical. Item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about um, that too. And of course, as you get even tougher, some monsters are going to have vulnerabilities, so you could give them stuff that kind of fights that vulnerability. So you know, items as a whole are very important to not only the world building, but to encounter building. Yeah. Um, and it's it's super important to get familiar with some of the items in the book as well, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, like, you know, I, I usually am not, a, until something, like I'm doing like a one-shot, I don't really do like a free-for-all, hey guys, go in the book, grab X amount of items at this level and go, go nuts. But for your campaign, um, it's better for you to just kind of write out a little list of loot that is available. Like in this dungeon, these loots are available because there are charts, but man, there are some crazy things with some of those charts. Yes, there And are. like, it could be like this encounter uses chart like C, but in chart C, there may be something that you're like, you read it and you're like, whoa, this is way too strong. And you don't want to like start reading it off. Like this is what they get. And you're reading like, nah, you can't have that. Like you don't want to do that either. Cause yeah. that sucks as a player. And you know, you don't want to do that as a DM. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's much better that when you go to these buildings and you go to these dungeons it's much easier for you if you just already what's in here, what's in there, what have they found, what are they wearing, what are they using. So now you already know because yeah. loot isn't meant to, to be a hindrance. It's meant to be part of just the fun yeah, exactly. of the game. Yeah. It's meant to just enhance the fun. The magic items are just to make it more fantasy, more fun, you know, more yeah. magic, more power, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, I mean, but like I said, I'm super super generous with my magical gear. Yeah. I, that's, just, that's just my style. And do get familiar with the items that are already in the DMG before you start uh, creating your own. Creating your own. Because it gives you a good taste of that balance. Yeah. like, um, And so when you do create an item on the fly, such as a lucky coin, yeah. um, it, it, it'll you can make sure it balances yeah, out you know, just, and just, adds some fun to the game. Just don't give your starting barbarian a belt of storm giant string. Don't that's do not, that. That's not that's not a, that's not a good look. You don't want to no. you don't want to deal with a level 3 character with a 29 strength. No. It, <laughs> it's goofy. You just you just um you don't want it. No, no you don't. <laughs> you don't want it. You know, don't 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 give your monk like uh brass knuckles that have like astral diamond tips on them. Oh yeah. That's just insane. Then you have to like break them or something yeah, crazy. And then, and also then there's it, no room to really grow from there you've got a sick item why would i ever need another item yeah i i did yeah yeah early campaign with loot i did those knuckles and i regretted it for the rest of my life (laughs) like ah like it happens but it's okay like i mean 
like for the guy, I was like, dude, those are way too strong. And like, I dumbed them down a bit and then they were still really strong. And I was like, Oh God, I like, man, I'm sorry. They were so strong. I got to make tougher things. And he was like, no, I understand. I mean, we just kind of talked it out. And above all, if you give out something that's too strong or something like that, just talk to your player about it. Like, listen, bro, like I didn't realize how crazy that would be. Oh, yeah. That's a little dumb. Like, we're going to have to give you something else or yada, yada, yada. Like, I can't have you at level five with an AC of 26. Like, that's, yeah, that's silly. Yeah. I can't do anything. Like, my, my creatures can't touch you. Yeah. Like, it's no fun for anyone like this. And on a side note, just because it sort of has to do with items, is a, uh, me and Mike did this, and it was in a Pathfinder game, mind you. Um, and we allowed people to pay for feats with gold. Ooh. So you could buy feats. <sighs> and it was cool at first. Mm. And then people were like, wait, I can do some really nasty stuff. So, like, I made Ventress. Um, a Magus with uh, the the uh, black blade. Dude, nah, and, man. Uh, I already can see I the took, problems. I already... I, I took every teleport feat so that I could teleport assault. I could tell... I basically cut down a dragon by teleporting through it, hitting it, falling, hitting it, teleporting back up and hitting it. Um, and it was... It was goofy. And I was looking at that. I'm like, maybe we shouldn't have done this, but everybody's having fun. You know, it's Man, not like I'm the only nah, one, but I, I straight went teleportation tree, bruh. and it was fun, but it was, bruh. it was so, and so in turn, Mike had to make a very powerful enemy, and I actually had to make a second boss too, that would just be able to handle all the goofiness that was going on. Like, I don't even want to think about, oh my God. Because there's so many feats, right? Because it's not just no. the Pathfinder book. Yeah. It's nah. the three, five books. Oh, no. Nah. Like, I don't, I don't even, I don't even... People Mm-mm. were digging deep for some of the feats they took, man. Like that's it was, it was ooh, great. yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, don't don't do that unless you're don't prepared. do that unless unless you unless you're playing a game for people to be stupid. Don't do that. Yeah. Oh um, my, that's but, disgusting. But you know, giving items that have the effect of feats, which there are some items that do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. But don't go too crazy because if you start buying items with teleport powers, and yeah. Stuff, you know, now, like, there'd be cool stuff. Like, what if, like, a person? Just an example. Like in five E, you found like you beat this dude who was just kicking your tail, and he was wielding like two blades. And then when you pick up both long swords, you realize they have the two weapon fighting feet. Yes. So like he didn't have it, but when he wields both blades, yeah, these specific blades, I'm two weapon fighting. Yeah, that's cool. Like, like that stuff like that. Like stuff like that, or like a sentinel shield. This this shield gives me the sentinel feet, or something crazy yeah, like that. Like or something as simple as uh, these wraps for your monk increase your dice, your yeah, dice size. For yeah, because honestly, there's not enough stuff for monks. God, there isn't. There's not. And you know what? There's not a lot of magical um, pole arms either. Yes, except in Pathfinder and three five, there's a lot of stuff. Well, for monks. that's what I'm saying though. Like in in five e, there's I not feel a lot like of. There could be. Yeah, I make a. I can make up a lot of stuff for monks. Like I made monk armor. I made uh like the wraps and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, pole arms. There's not a lot of magical pole arms. There are weapon of something. So like any weapon that can be a sword in the book, I yeah. can also make any other kind of weapon. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just, just something to think about. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's us talking about loot, gold, magical items, and, uh, all the above. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, so, um, we had the chocolate with the... 
the coffee, yeah. the coffee, the the dregs with uh, the coffee mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, this was good. I needed it. I was, I yeah, was man, so. Me too. Like, boy, right before boy. the video, I was dragging. Like, I needed that caffeine hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just for giving me what I need, I'm going to give it a 17. You know what? I was going to give it a 17 as well. Yeah, so. just just for bean coffee. Yeah. It got bonus points because we were sluggish. Just and uh, next me. time, I want to try uh, something called Black Rifle Coffee. Okay. Um, I okay. can get it at Extreme Outfitters. I hear it's very robust. Okay, let's so give it a whirl. I want to give it a whirl. I was told not it. to use too much creamer so you can enjoy it, but... We'll see. That we'll try. might be taste, so it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give we'll give it a whirl. But uh, continue to like us. Continue to listen. Um, we got some cool stuff in the works. We've been recording, getting ready to bring out more content. So just keep it posted. And remember, guys, the quest never ends. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like us, please follow us on Facebook at the DM World at nine zero two nine, or you can follow us on Twitter at DM World nine zero two nine. Thanks for your support, guys. Keep listening. And remember, once again, the quest never ends.